Welcome to episode 437 of Salcedo Paranormal, and tonight I will be reviewing two short stories from Stephen King's anthology, Just After Sunset. As always, you can find all episodes of the show, along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page, and that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or co- uh, topic suggestions, or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or they're from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. Thank you all for listening. Whether you are here for the live podcast recording streams on Discord, or if you listen on the podcast or YouTube feeds, or on the Trouble Minds radio network. KUAP Digital Broadcasting. Uh, there you can hear two replays of shows every night at 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before Trouble Minds Radio comes on. I uh, always want to thank Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, and Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds podcast, for producing the shows and putting them up on the station. If you like to support the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can share the show with others and then rate and review it on your podcast platform of choice. Also, if you are into paranormal fiction or nonfiction books, you can find some of those that I've written on Amazon. Also, if you um, would like more content, I will be releasing one extra show per month over on Patreon, uh, True Paranormal Stories on the Web, starting in August. And that will be available for all tiers. And uh, that's, again, I already have the episode uploaded there, so it'll be showing up in the beginning of August. And uh, also I have direct donation links uh, through PayPal and Venmo. And uh, all help is always appreciated, never expected. Uh, There are expenses for doing the show uh, in terms of equipment and research research materials. And then travel expenses as well for... uh, Paracons, and again, I'm going to one of those, my first one this year, uh, the Mid-Michigan Paracon, uh, um, on November 4th and 5th, a Saturday and Sunday, and uh, that's at the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, and uh, the link for the that event is always in the episode description as well, so um, love to see you all there, anyone that can make it, and uh, I think that covers... Mostly everything that I can think of right now. And uh, so I can get into the stories here. This is a, a larger book, uh, This just after sunset. There's many stories in it. Um, and some of them are more just suspense, horror, um, psychological horror. So that's why I'm only reviewing a couple of stories from this book. But there, it's a really good book overall. A lot of great stories in there. And uh, definitely recommend it. I don't like every... I haven't liked every Stephen King book I've ever read. But... but um, Obviously, I'm going to re- going to review the ones on the show that I have that I have enjoyed. So, uh, getting to these stories here, um, this first one I'll be reviewing, and of course, there's always going to be spoilers in these reviews. But um, I just basically cover the, the the overall summary of the plot and the paranormal aspects. So, I would definitely recommend checking out these stories for yourself. Uh, This first story is called Willa, and that's W-I-L-L-A. 
So the story starts out with a uh, um, man in his uh, in this train station in uh, a town in uh, Wyoming. Let's see, I think it's Crowheart Springs is the name of the town. It says, um, and there's a basically that he and the, these other people are stuck in the station after uh, some kind of a, a wreck, a train wreck that none of them really remembers very, very well. And, um, he's, he's trying to find his fiance. He doesn't see her in, in the crowd there. And, um, but he, he's pretty sure that he knows where she would go. He's thinking he, she would go to the town nearby. And so the other people in the station who are just waiting for a new train to, to come by to pick them up, uh, try to convince him not to go, and because the the new train is going to be there any minute. Um, but uh, so, and they also uh, tell him that it's dangerous to go there to town because there's a almost three mile hike to get there, and uh, the people in the station have heard the sounds of wolves, uh, basically howling and. Uh, making noises at night, but he's still, of course, it's his fiance, uh, and he is in love with her, so he does decide to go out, um, despite all this. And it's really, uh, everyone in the station is really confused as to what's going on, but they're pretty sure, again, they all say they're sure that the, uh, that there'll be a train any minute there to come get them, so they, they don't want him to miss the train. And they don't particularly particularly like. That's hard to say. They don't really like uh, his fiance Willa, and of course you'll sort of learn why throughout more of the story here. So um, I, uh, I think is now I'm not, I'm not seeing his name in there, but this man um, goes to the to the town and he sees this uh, this bar. And, um, as he gets to town, and it's the only place really in the area with lights on, and there's vehicles and things, and then even trucks, like, um, semi-trucks in the parking lot there. So he decides to go inside and look around, and he finds Willa sitting alone in a corner booth. So he, he goes to her and tries to convince her to come back to the station. And, um... He realizes that they, there's this thing in the back of his mind that he's known, but has sort of been hiding from himself. Again, this is this is really uh, there's a lot of um, sort of play uh, playing around with perception and thoughts in the forefront and subconscious and all these things. But um, as he's approaching and going through this bar, he notices that. Um, the people in the bar are kind of not really paying attention to him. Uh, but they're all, all also moving as he's trying to get through without really, um, again, paying, paying attention to him. And he realizes that the reason that he and, and the people in the train station and Willa are there is because they all passed. They all died in this train wreck. And they've just sort of been hiding this, the truth of what happened and trying not to remember it because it was so horrible 
what happened to them. Um, but, um, so he's sort of realizing all this as he's meeting her and sort of getting away from all these other people that are so focused on this idea that, that there will be a train that will come and get them, even though um, they've all passed and they're all basically ghosts. So he gets to this bar and goes in and, and uh, tries to convince Willa to go back with him to the train station. And she doesn't really want to, but um, eventually she does. And when they get back there, she has him look at a sign that uh, is up on the uh, part of the side of the building there. And they're talking about sort of things they've noticed. And it turns out they've been, this train wreck happened 20 years before. And they've just, time has been so weird for them because of their expectations of, a, of, a, of being still alive, in a way. And um, that they just haven't noticed. And this, uh, Willa suggests that um, it's all because of their expectations or their, uh, and their, their disbelief of what's going on. So, and it's really, it's an amazing story in how it's done, just because, again, it's Stephen King. Um, and they go back to the station anyway, and it's, the story kind of goes on with them going back into the station to try to convince everyone in there that they really should move on, because the other thing that they learn with, from the sign, or this, this, this uh, public notice on the side of this building is it's going to be demolished soon. And so they don't know. Willa is, Willa is wondering, and, and her, fian, her fiance, the one that sort of is the viewpoint in the story here, the guy, they don't, they're worried about what's going to happen to all these people when the sta sta station is torn down. Because it's going to probably, and will certainly, ruin this illusion they have of everything being okay. And the train coming any moment, which isn't happening. And I'm sorry if you hear any voices outside. There's people outside, so it happens. I am in my own apartment, not a studio. <laughs> um, but it's really an amazing story, and just sort of these subtle hints throughout the story that show that they are spirits, they are ghosts. And especially in the bar, people try to avoid um, making contact with them. And uh, sort of get the sense that there's someone there even when they don't see anyone. There's some really good um, sort of a, um, just details in the story um, regarding mirrors. Again, this is a really neat story because there's this, this um, along the one side of the, the, the wall in the bar, there's a mirror there. And um, so people apparently see... Sometimes we'll see these two figures, this these this couple, in the bar, in the mirror, but they won't see them, in, in when they look in the right direction. Um, but then the other times they'll be gone. So it really is. It's just a neat neat story, amazing story with um, sort of from the point of view of the of the ghosts realizing that they're ghosts. So 
Uh, and that's the first story in the book. Really amazing story, again, just how it's done. And uh, so, yeah, I wanted to share that because they um, they sort of, the idea in the story is that everything that they experience is based on their expectations, at least to a degree, until things change and their perceptions of things change because of what's going on. And uh, so, and, and the other thing in the story is they do enc- encounter uh, wolves and these wolves are able to sense them. Uh, so it's really, it's, it's a good story. Again, like I said. So I wanted to share that one with you all. Um, of course, these two stories that, that I wanted to share <laughs> uh, cover similar themes here. So, and again, the characters. That's one thing that I think overall Stephen King does really well is he makes his characters um, so interesting. And they they almost, they do seem almost like people. They really do at times. So that definitely helps with all these stories. Um, so getting on to the other story I had here. This next one is called, uh, let me see here. The New York Times at Special Bargain Rates. So and that's that that is the title of the story. So it's it's um focused on a middle-aged woman who answers a phone call um one day and it's uh she's she has a lot of her family there in the house but she's in the in her bedroom and um you find out right in the beginning of the story that her her husband uh, and many other people have passed away in this plane crash. And um, and so she's they're going through all the necessary um, things that you have to do after someone passes. But she's in her room at this point, and she gets a phone call. And it's from her husband that had passed away, that had died, two days earlier. And... Um, at first, she thinks that it must be a hoax, because again, he he's passed. But um, they have this conversation once they kind of she realizes it it is him. And here's the amazing thing, in a way, is that he says he is in this. That's funny. I didn't just realize this now. He says he is in a what appears to be a giant like a a big city, major city train station. Along with all the people that were on the plane. And again, he is aware that he passed at some points in the conversation. At other points, he's sort of confused or or not thinking that he's a spirit or he's a ghost. And he's calling on his cell phone. So that in itself is amazing. Because then you have to wonder, how is he doing that? Um, is it just there's no answer to that, really? Uh, not not an easy one, but um, and he's talking about the people that are around him and everything, and um, and so, but the 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 um, the sound there's this beeping sound that starts to to play in in the uh, phone call every so often. And it's because 
the battery in his cell phone is dying. Again, now, how is that possible? How does a ghost have a cell phone? How is a cell phone in this train station when they didn't, the plane did not crash into a train station? Um, and so, anyway, they're talking, and of course, they, they, he says, you know, they, they say they love each other and everything. Um, and he's describing this place that seems to be a, a, just this abandoned uh, train station. And so it makes you wonder. And, and the odd thing about that is, or the amazing thing about that is, if you look into stories of paranormal experiences, this is something that people report hearing or, or seeing in dream experiences with loved ones that have passed, where they'll be in some kind of a waiting area, waiting room, or out in some kind of a a park with painted tables, or in some cases, they'll be in what looks to be some kind of a bus or train station with the individual that had passed. And so it's really amazing that this is sort of used in the story in this way. Because again, it mirrors reports of as far as what some people are able to tell is some kind of reality that they're experiencing. So, um, anyway, they're talking and the beeping starts to get more frequent and, um, the, the husband makes these, or says a couple of things that don't make sense to her at the time. Um, and what turns out is he's predicting the future. He's he's somehow seeing into the future. Um, and he predicts the death of um, someone they know in some kind of an, an accident, a falling accident. And then he also mentions not to go to this one uh, bakery that they used to always go to. Or at least he mentions a bakery that they've been to before. And at the time, she doesn't know what he's talking about. And of course, the, the beeping gets more insistent, and the call ends up being disconnected at the end. So she's, of course, stunned by all this. But um, she wants to try to trace the call days after this happens. She, she doesn't think of it at the moment. Um, and if I'm, if I'm remembering right, and uh, so she tries to trace it. She does the uh, presses the series of buttons on the phone. I think it might be like star sixty nine or something like that. Um, and the 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 number that she gets or the line that she gets, it's this automated phone uh, service, and this is where the title of the story comes in. It's this uh, this uh, recorded voice offering the New York Times at special bargain rates. So it's this automated um, phone, this phone number. And uh, so, of, of course, that makes you wonder: How is that working? How does that? How does it happen? So. Um, Really amazing story there, and and turns out that these predictions that her husband made 
turn out to be accurate. And um, turns out this uh, there's an explosion at this bakery that that this widow would normally go to, and she had this feeling this one day not to go to it because of remembering what her husband had said, and there was this explosion there. So, um, really amazing story. And again, both of these stories are are talking about are trying to sort of uh, show, in a way, in their own ways, um, what people have reported. Um, well, at least the second one is. The first one, again, you have not so much from the point of view of the people, the, the, the spirits, but you have in the story um, different uh, sightings people, other people have in the story of these ghosts in this bar and as they sort of stay there and go back there and stay there and for a while and um so it's really a, a neat couple of stories and, and it's a good book anyway like i said but those two in particular um because of all the things i look into um and this was i read this book before i ever started the podcast so, um, and then I started the podcast, and I was, I mean, of course, I always like to review these stories, uh, these books, for the show, and when I, when I reviewed them again, listened to them again, it was just amazing, because I, I thought, wow, I've heard of, I mean, he's, King is using, um, sort of fictionalizing things that I've heard about in other shows and, and, and seen in other websites, about experiences people have had. Um, so in several in several different ways there. So again, going back to mirrors and pe- apparitions being seen in mirrors, but not uh, it, it, not when people look at in the place where their this apparition is in the mirror uh, in the room. Just all these different things. The uh, the train station thing. Um, so really neat couple of stories there, and uh, so yeah, that's what I basically had for today for this 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 episode. Um, as always, I like to thank everyone that has supported the show, all the people that have been on the show, all the guests, and uh, really excited about the next roundtable show. Going to be talking about uh, ancient structures around the world and the possible paranormal aspects and, and connections to, um, and of those, um, those structures to people and rituals and all different things. Um, that's going to be the next roundtable show. And uh, so I want to thank everyone that's here for, these, um, for this, these stream, the stream tonight. I'm uh, recording several episodes in a row, so I appreciate everyone that's been here uh, for any part of the time. But, um, and again, like I said, uh, I always include the links uh, that I have uh, for, for guests, if they have any, on each episode description. So for any shows that you listen to or there's guests, um, check out the links and uh, go in and uh, look, look into their content as well. Because um, I'm very lucky to know a lot of great people that make a lot of great content in their own ways. and. Uh, so yeah, and 
thank you all for listening to the show. And uh, definitely recommend checking out the uh, the network, the radio station, the uh, Trouble Minds Radio Network, KUAP Digital Broadcasting, and all the great shows that are on there and more to come. So thank you all, and I'll talk to you all on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care.